The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits. This is your Wednesday, 4th of July edition. Hope everybody's ready for a great holiday day. Uh, yesterday in my neck of the woods, a little small town around here, we had fireworks on the 3rd. So we barbecued last night and had fireworks. We're going to a town down the road to barbecue and watch fireworks again tonight. So we'll see how that goes and mix it in some baseball. And it was kind of nice not checking scores nonstop and... Uh, then I look and see it's home run derby, and I had a lot of the home runs, so it was a good night in that respect. But uh, let's do it again today because pitching is dreadful. We have two two slates: seven game early, seven game main. Um, there's tons and tons and tons of bats to target. Uh, Weather wise, you got uh, in the in Yankee Stadium between the Braves and the Yankees, 15 percent chances of rain. Detroit, Chicago, 20 percent chance. Baltimore, Philly, 20 percent. San Diego, Oakland, wind blowing out to right center, about 14 miles an hour. On your late slate, Houston and Texas, really, really warm again. Wind's blowing in from left at about 14 miles an hour. And then Giants and Rockies, it's going to be warm, about 15% chances of rain. So overall, things look like we should be okay. Looking at your totals, we're still waiting on some. As you know, I did my research before we went out last night, and there were some pitching changes. I did a little more this morning. There's still some names that haven't quite made the list yet. You got Rays at Marlins, waiting for that total. Looks like Matt Andrees will start to be a bullpen game. Tigers, Cubs, waiting on the weather for that one. Orioles, Phillies, uh, Jeffrey Ramirez. It looks like he'll be in the start for Baltimore. So waiting on that total. The Padres, A's, eight and a half. Angels, Mariners, eight and a half. Twins, Brewers, eight and a half. So that's your early slate going to the evening. Astros, Rangers, ten. Mets, Jays, nine. White Sox, Reds, ten. Pirates, Dodgers, eight. Giants, Rockies, eleven and a half. Indians, Royals, nine. Cardinals, D-backs, eight. So as you can tell, there's three totals we're waiting on. And then there's, out of the other 11, there's only two at eight. Everything else is eight and a half or above. So we have three totals of 10 or above. We have two nines on the board. We have runs, 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 runs. Wouldn't be shocked if we see a lot of fireworks again today. Let's get into that early seven-game slate. You're led by Aaron Nola at 13-1 on the mound against Baltimore Orioles. Nola is a great play today. Uh, when pitched on a bad pitching slate, he is your go-to guy. Much, much better at home than on the road. Coming off a near thirty, a little over thirty-one points against the Washington Nationals, 
going up against a Baltimore team, striking out almost 25% of the time. So Aaron Nola, definitely in play at 13-1. I would be all over him if you're paying him for pitching. If you want to deviate off of Nola, you can go to a guy like Jose Barrios at 11-8 at the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers give you a chance for the strikeouts. They strike out almost 25.5% of the time. Uh, Barrios, 26% K rate. So there's a lot to like in that respect when you look at the Brew Crew. Um, total of 4.3, lefties 306, righties 289 versus Barrios. And he's coming off a rough start his last time out, uh, so maybe some stay away. He got minus five points. He got beat up by the Chicago Cubs. But prior to that, 41 4, 18 9, 20.1, 32-36-1. Basically 20 or more in like every start prior to that. He for like the last seven starts. He's been outstanding. Really, really good stuff. Hopefully Milwaukee's the thing that can cure him and he can pivot off of Nola, save some cash. That would be the two ways I would look up top. Then you drop down to CC Sabathia, seventy seven hundred bucks at home against the Atlanta Braves. Is this a sexy play? No, not at all. Uh, CC's got a two five four ERA at home compared to three seven four on the road, uh, averaging about almost sixteen DraftKings points at home. Coming off 23 points against Boston, 11.4 at Tampa, 24-1 home versus Tampa, 18 at home versus Washington, 25-4 at Toronto. So he's put together quite a little month here for CC. He's not a world beater. He's not going to strike out a lot of people, but at the same time, he likes to limit damage. He's a minus 170 home favorite against Atlanta, who only strikes out 19% of the time versus left-handed pitching. But the thing CC does well is limits hard contact, only a 28.5% hard contact rate, usually knock on wood, usually keeps him out of trouble. When you look at the Braves, they only have a 4.2 total. It's uh, the second lowest on the day slate. Second lowest on the day slate. Lefties 255, righties only 303. And yes, the Braves have a great Woba and a great ISO against lefties. They hit them very, very well. But um, they've been struggling a bit of late, and CC's been limiting the damage. So on a slate this bad, he's an arm I can go to in that mid-tier at $7,700. As you slide down some more, when you go to some more of the punt action, Jose Urania coming off the DL at $6,900. I'm imagining they're just going to let him go, but it's going to be interesting because he didn't have a um, he did not have a um, rehab start. So keep that in mind. He left the, he, His last start wasn't the greatest start, five and two-thirds, five earned. Prior to that, he was pitching really, really well, 27, you know, 13-9, a 6-7, a 20.5, a 15-3. He's got that upside you're looking for at his price point at $6,900. And he's going up against a Tampa Bay team that will give you the strikeouts at a nice um, 23% strikeout rate. Uh, their team total we are waiting on still, of course. But uh, lefty's 366, righty's 286 against Urania. So, you know, you got like the Bowers and the Kiermeyers of the world. But most of the, the, the damage you think about in that Rays lineup comes from the right side. And they have an average 306 Woba and a very, very below average 126 ISO. First right-handed pitching. So a guy like Jose Urania at 6900 bucks in play. Uh, check out the Slack chat. If we find any information on you know the pitch counts or what they got going for him, we'll talk about it there. If something changes, we will go there. But for now, he is definitely an option at $6,900. And the last guy I'll look at here, it's quite risky, but Mike Leak at 5300 This is basically a price point play. He's faced Anaheim twice this year at 11 and a third innings, four earned, eight Ks in those two starts, averaging 13.4 points at 5,300. And with the pitching on the slate, I'll take it. Uh, he's gone 20.2 at Baltimore, 29 at Boston. At home against Boston, got beat up, but then against the Angels his last time out, 19.3. Six innings, four hits, one earned, four Ks. 18-6 prior to that, 24-2, 21-6, 14-8. 
So 15 or more points in four, five, six, seven of his last eight starts with like four or five 20 pointers in there. So at 5,300 bucks, I think that's more of a respect to the Angels, which are a very good offensive team. Same time, they've quieted down a bit. You know, Atani came off the DL last night and hit cleanup or hit play DH for the Angels. Uh, they strike out a little over 20% of the time. He does give up some hard contact, but a 49% ground ball rate is tremendous. Not going to strike out a lot of guys. You're hoping for like a 15-pointer with upside into the 20s here. Uh, the Angels do have a 4.2 total. It's like fourth or fifth lowest on the slate. Uh, lefty's 417, righty's 346. So he does give up damage, but as you can see, he's found ways to limit it. He gets the ground balls, keeps the ball in the ballpark. Good things can happen that way. So recapping the pitching on your early slate, you got Nola up top with Jose Barrios. Barrios will be your pivot off of Nola. I think Nola is the best play on this uh, early slate, but you could go Barrios in a GPP. CeCe Sabathia in the middle at 7,700, and then down below Urania at 69 and Leak at 53. If you want all the bats in the world, just stay below or mix one of the top guys with a Leak and uh, roll the dice, see what happens. Let's talk about the bats on this early seven-game slate. Rio Muto keeps hitting. He's 4,800. If you're ever going to pay it for pitcher or catcher, he's the guy to do it, but it's just not my style. If you're fading CC, Kurt Suzuki's got some really good history against CC, and he's 3,900 bucks, so keep him on your radar. If not, Tyler Flowers at 34 is also in play. Two of your better options there. Uh, John Hicks, first base catcher eligible for Detroit, usually getting in the middle of that Tigers lineup against Jose Quintana. Detroit usually gets overlooked quite a bit. They're going to be a fun one to play on the seven-game slate as Quintana is broken. Uh, if Quintana throws a good start today, just say, okay, cool. Appreciate it, Quintana. But uh, lefty's 303, righty's 351. Tigers have a 337 Woba, which is really, really good. First, uh, right, uh, left-handed pitching. So the Tigers could be an interesting play, like a John Hicks at 3,300. We'll mention some more guys down the road here. They'll be cheaper. They'll open up some other spots for you. So keep them in mind. As you slide on down the list, though, you know, keep your eye on different guys here and there, like a Martin Maldonado at 31 if you're not using Leak. Um, you know, maybe a James McCann at 2900 for Detroit if uh, Hicks is playing first and McCann's catching. McCann's a very cheap outfield option. We know he likes his lefties. Uh, Jorge Alfaro at 29 versus Ramirez for Baltimore. He's not a good pitcher. So you can look at a guy like that. Um, maybe a Chris Herman's at 2900 or 2700 is in play as well. So check your lineups. There will be you know day game after night game, but it is the fourth. So you never know what lineups you're going to see out there today. First base, Freddie Freeman at 52 is worth the look. Um, Anthony Rizzo at 48 versus Liriano. Keep that in mind. Rizzo has hit lefties really, really well. I mention it almost every time we podcast and the lefties on the mound versus the Cubs. People just see lefty, lefty, and they move on, but he's actually really, really good versus lefties. Um, lefties are hitting 326, righties 389 versus Liriano. So Rizzo's a play at 4,800 if you want to go that direction. But like a Carlos Santana at 46 versus Ramirez, I like a lot. Uh, Philadelphia against Jeffrey Ramirez. So keep him in mind. But uh, also Matt Olson, 4,500. Lefties hit Luis Perdomo. Very, very good. Oakland's got a 4.9 total. Lefties 422. Righties 311. So Matty Olson at 45 could be a sneaky nice play if you're paying up. If you're paying down... Like a Jake Bowers at 41 versus Urena is not bad. Or you slide down a lot farther. You get into the likes of like a Greg Bird against Teheron at 3,700 for GPP only because he's not going to do much else, but you're looking for the long ball. A Justin Bohr at 36 against Andres in the bullpen. That's a nice value saver there. I mentioned Jordan, uh, John Hicks already. A Logan Morrison at 3,400 versus Chase Anderson is very, very nice. The Twins have a... 4.2 team total, lefties 323, righties 365. 
So Chase is showing a little bit of a reverse splits. Does give up more power to righties. But uh, keep Lomo in mind as a cheapie at 34. If you're not using Mike Leak, Louis Valbuena at 33 is great. Like I said, Leak's not a strikeout guy, so he's pitching the contact. So it limits the Valbuena strikeout potential. He's first base, third base eligible at 33. Definitely opens some things up for you there. So there's some value at first base, or you got the big dogs up top, as you'd expect. Second base, you got Javi Baez. I think he's a phenomenal play. He's 5,500, which is banana lands for Javi Baez. But I think it's a great play because you can run on Liriano. He's hitting everybody. So 55 for Javi is worth a play. Uh, Ozzy Albee's good as well, as always. Uh, Jed Lowry at 46 for Perdomo. Lowry's now got third base eligibility as well, second base and third base. So you can move him around the diamond. Uh, you slide on down. In a GPP, you can look at Brian Dozier at 42. Like I mentioned, uh, Anderson with the reverse splits and the um, the uh, righty power against him is something you can look at. Other than that, you know, you got like your Ian Kinsler at 36. He's always worth a look at that price point. You're getting a, a discount. How'd you guys like that Chad Pender? Told you, Pender versus lefty. He went ding-dong 21 points last night. Love me some Pender. Um, other than that, though, Check your lineups. Maybe a Johnny VR at 33 as a punt versus uh, Barrios. Jose Perella, second base outfield. He's 32 versus Sean Manaya. Manaya is a good pitcher, but he pitches to a lot more contact than to my, than my like. That's why I didn't recommend him at top because usually doesn't strike out a ton. You know, lefty's hit 279, but righty's 360. So if you want to use Manaya in your games, you can. But I just don't like the pit, the strikeout upside at his price point at 12-1. Uh, but some of these Padre cheapies can be an advantage to like a Perella. At 3200 if you're looking for savings. It's just about where you want to find your savings. Like I like Valbuena as a great savings unless you have leak going. So you might go to a Perella or some others we mentioned later. Third base, you know, Chris Bryant's in play. Jed Lowry at 46. We already mentioned him. Uh, Chris Bryant's on the DL, actually, sorry. Eduardo Escobar at 44. I do like him in this one. And then if you aren't using Barrios, Travis Shaw in a GPP at 43, worth a look. Uh, Matty Chapman is back. Let's save him for another game. But uh, one of my favorite third basemen is Jaime Candelario of Detroit. He's only 3900 bucks. Hits lefties really, really well with a little bit of pop. So Candelario at 39 is worth a look. Um, as you slide down, you'll find a little bit maybe of Matt Duffy at 37. Uh, Char- uh, Charlie Villanueva of San Diego mashes lefties. He's 37 versus Manaya. If you're ever going to use him, today, today's the day to use him. Uh, again, Louis Valbuena, 3300 bucks. Other than that, not much at the third base position. Jorge Polanco for Minnesota. He's third base shortstop eligible. Came back a couple days ago. Got a double yesterday. He's 3K, so he's an ultimate punt at third base or shortstop. And I don't mind him against Chase Anderson. I think the Twins are definitely in play for you. Going over to shortstop again, you got Javi Baez at 55, who we like a lot. Uh, Gene Segura at 48 in play. Eduardo Escobar, mentioned him already. Uh, Andrelton Simmons at 38. Again, if you're not using Leak, he's worth the play. Brad Miller, second base shortstop, eligible at 3,500. He's been leading off of Milwaukee. So keep him in mind. But JT Riddle at 33 versus Andres. I like that quite a bit. He's in play. Uh, Scott Kingery at 31 is a nice cheapie. Polanco at 3K. So, yeah, shortstop, you can get some savings today. Then even Miguel Rojas at 29. Uh, he's third base shortstop, eligible. So he can be a value at either position. Got us 10 more points last night. Three straight double-digit games for Miguel Rojas at 2,300 bucks. So definitely some savings at shortstop. Uh, and there's savings everywhere, but shortstop definitely has some for you today. Outfield, you got Mike Trout at 6K versus Leak. That's always worth a look. Reese Hoskins at 53. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Woe Nelly went deep at home in a game that their lefty started. 5100 bucks. So he's in play again today against Clayton Richards, but Justin Upton at 5K. 
I love me some Nick Castellanos at 49 versus Jose Quintana. I think that's a really, really solid look there. Odubel Herrera at 48 and Mitch Hanniger at 47. Both in play like Herrera more than Mitch, but both worth a look. Uh, Ronald Acuna at 4,700 versus CC Sabathia could be a nice one. Uh, Aaron Hicks on fire. It went deep again yesterday. It's four homers in his last two games. He's 4,600. So look at those guys. Uh, maybe a Will Myers at 43 versus Sean Manaya could be in play for you. Uh, sliding down the list a little farther, getting into the 3Ks. Like a Derek Dietrich at 39 versus Andres and Ian Happ at 38. Switch hitting versus Liriano. Those are both options for you. Um, Kevin Kiermaier versus Urania at 37, leading off. They don't mind that at all. Like Hunter Renfro at 3,700 with his power against Manaya could be a nice GPP play. Same with Manny Margot at 36 versus Manaya. Those are two you can look at there. Uh, down to the below 3,500 now. Maybe a Nick Williams at 34. He's in a good lineup spot against Ramirez of Baltimore. A Cole Calhoun at 3,300 is a cheapie. Uh, ben Gamble at 33 is a cheapie as well. Both options for you. Uh, Robbie Grossman, 3,300 for Minnesota. Matt Joyce, a nice left-handed bat versus Perdomo at 33. So there's a lot of value on this slate. You can pay up for pitching if you're comfortable with the value. Like a Max Kepler, 3,200 versus Chase Anderson is in play. Jose Perella mentioned him as a punt at 3,200. They're not the sexiest of punt plays, but definitely options down here to mix and match with. So I'll do it for the seven-game early slate. Let's recap your pitching real quick. You got Nola up top by himself. They got Berrios at 11-8. CeCe at 77 in the middle. And then you got your uh, Urania at 69 and Mike Leak at $5,300. So, again, not pretty, but hey, it gets worse for the late slate. Let's get in to that seven-game late slate of action. And we kick it off with your top-priced arm, and he is the way to go on this slate is Trevor Bauer at 13-6 at the Kansas City Royal. Trevor Bauer just... A workhorse, 120-plus pitches. Talked about him a lot with uh, Doug Thorburn on Bench with Bubba, episode 105. Go check that out. He's almost a minus 200 favorite. Casey doesn't strike out a lot, but he strikes out almost 32% of the batters he's facing. Kansas City has the, let's see, that's third lowest total on the slate. Lefty's 257, righty's 292. 286 well, but 122 ISO. Those are dreadful, dreadful numbers for his right-handed pitching. So they don't strike out a ton, but with his Strikeout upside, he could surely take advantage of that. He's faced Kansas City twice this year. Only averaging 14 points to start, which might make you suspect, but 28, 32-9, 32-8, 31-7, 39-2, 23-4, 30.3, 24-1, 39-6, and then he had the hiccup against Kansas City. So he's been, the last nine starts, absolutely outstanding. Give me all the Trevor Bauer at 13-6. Yeah, Garrett Cole in Texas. Cole is in a funk. If you want to go there at 13, you can. It's going to be hotter than Hades. I'll pass, but you can go there if you choose. <clears throat> Patrick Corbin's at 11-1. He just hasn't been putting up 11-1 numbers, but if you want to pivot off of Bauer, you can go to Patrick Corbin. I get it. My next option is going to be Rich Hill at 8700 bucks at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Rich Hill threw 110 pitches last time, which is terrifying, but he was really good, 28.2 points. He's gone five or more in three straight starts since off the DL. Two really good, one really bad. Um, he's gone 90, 89, and 110. So you're imagining at least 90 pitches, barring the blister showing up again, which is always possible with Richie Hill. You, he's a minus 205 home favorite. The Pirates check out almost 22% of the time versus left-handed pitchers. They have the lowest total on the slate of 3.15. So Rich Hill at that price point is on my board. I wonder, I, I'm trying to guess he's priced that way because even DraftKings is concerned about him getting hurt again, but uh, I think it's it's a really good option at 8,700. 
You got Marcus Stroman at 65. You dropped from Hill to Stroman on draft. He's 87 to 65, $2,200 drop. But Stroman's come off the DL 17-1 and 23-4. We were all over him at 23-4. He was pretty chalky. We didn't care. We're going back to the well. I I know chalk sucks, but when pitching's this bad, I'll go get a bunch of bats and play home run derby like I did last night. I'd rather just go that route and see what happens. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But you got a Mets team that strikes out 21.5% of the time, and let me clarify. If you want to phase Stroman, there are some Mets you can use, but that's all. we'll get to that with the bats. But Stroman's a minus 190 home favorite at 6500 bucks. You don't see that every day. He has a 63% ground ball rate. Does give up some hard contact, so he might give up a few, but at that price point, you can afford to do that. Still put together a quality start. The Mets have the fourth lowest total on the slate at 3.77. Uh, they're 310 Woba, 165 ISO, nothing sexy at all. Barely average. So Stroman at 65 is a guy I'm definitely looking at there. Um, you know, if you want to get really weird at GPP, you can go guys like Mike Miner or Dylan Covey. But the other guy I'm looking at here is Sal Romano at 5,100. Strictly picking on the White Sox. But if you want to fade Romano, I don't mind. I made a one D Scofani lineup. I had three lineups last night, one D Scofani. But then another lineup, I had Avicel and Polka in it in the middle of that order. But they both double donged. So it's just the price you play played in that ballpark. So I'd almost make I'd almost do the same thing today. I, I do like Romano. He's got upside. He's got 11 3, 7 9, then 27 17. Um, does have a little bit of K upside here. He's not quite Tyler Molly. Does pitch better at home. Lots of strikeouts in that Chicago White Sox lineup. And that's what we're shooting for with this matchup with Sal Romano. A 25% strikeout rate for the White Sox. But Romano's only got a 17% K rate, but a 45% ground ball. Does give up the hard contact quite a bit. The White Sox have a 4.4 total. It's only like middle of the pack for a, a $5,100 pitcher, which makes you think. And they have a 306 Woba and a 156 ISO, both just basically barely average Wobas and ISOs for his right-handed pitching. So by any means, is it a lock? No. No, 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 no. But on a slate this crappy, you go there. That's why you can look at Dylan Covey as well at 5K. And if you want to get really crazy, Mike Miner versus uh, Texas. But I'd rather go Covey or pick your poison in the Cincinnati-Chicago game. Let uh, Enjoy the Houston bats. That's what I would go with. So you're pitching. Trevor Bauer up top at 13-6. You could go Corbin if you want, but I'm going Bauer up top. Then you got Rich Hill at 8,700. You got Marcus Stroman at 65. And Sal Romano at 58. It's bad. Really, really bad. I tried warning you guys. Really did. Maybe just enjoy your night. Or DJ it out. It's up to you. Uh, look at the bats. Catchers. You got Colorado in play. Posey versus Anderson at 49 is worth a look. It's just Posey just, just he's got to go deep. He hasn't go deep much, so. Just be careful there, but I love Evan Gaddis at 41 versus Mike Miner. We know how much Gaddis loves to hit his lefty, so he is definitely in play versus Miner for us at 4,100. When you slide down a little more, you know, like he has Monty Grandal at 4K versus Holmes at Pittsburgh. He's a bullpenner. He's only got two innings. We're going to see another bloodbath by the Dodgers, I have a feeling. Um, I, I love that stack. Again, I had Jock in one line, Jock Bellinger and Muncie, and yeah, that went very, very well for the most part, so... We're going to go to, back to that well again. Grandal went deep yesterday. He's 4K. So you can look at that one. Uh, you'll look a little more like Chris Iannetta at 37 versus Suarez. Could be worth a look for you. Uh, Tucker Barnhart versus Covey at 3,600. If you go in that direction, Cincinnati is going to be a good one tonight. A 5-6 total, second highest on the slate. Lefty's 355, righty's 336 versus Covey. So a guy like Tucker Barnhart at 36. We talk about him all the time. Young Gomes is one of the catchers I really liked. I told you about yesterday going up against the lefty, Duffy. He's going up against the righty Oaks today, but he's another kind of bullpenny type arm. Gomes another 20 points last night, 10 the night before. He's having a really, really good season. So I think he's in play at 3,500 for you as well. 
Uh, some other guys farther down the list, and you get down to the 3K range and below, uh, you're looking at maybe like a Kevin Smith at 3K versus Romano or Omar Navarro, whoever's catching for Chicago basically, is worth a look if you're not going the, the the Romano way. And, you know, if you want to play, say you play Yohan Mancata and you still want to pitch Romano, but you only want like one uh, White Sox you can go for it. Or if you want to do a one-off on a slate this bad, I get it. Usually I don't recommend it on a seven-game slate. It's usually the smaller ones. But this one's that ugly where you're gonna you have to take bad pitching. So if you want to take a batter, so like say you pick Stroman and you want to put a Drupal Cabrera at second, I get it. It's not ideal by any means. I don't want. I'm not condoning it, but I understand it. So go that direction if you want. Uh, last few catchers. Check your lineups. Nothing too crazy down there. First base, we will have options. Brandon Belt at 55 versus Anderson. Belt hits lefties just fine. So don't sleep on that. If you want to go Giants and Coors. Belt is just fine at 5,500. Do like me some Votto at 5K versus Cubby, but Votto's just not using the power of late, so keep that in mind. But like an Edwin at 49, love Max Muncy yet again at 49. Double donged yesterday, just crushing baseballs. Cody Bellinger at 48. The Dodgers are a phenomenal stack tonight. Again, if they do it three nights in a row, please, Dodgers. And I'm a Giants fan. That hurts the – those words just hurt to come out of my mouth. But, you know, money's money. Money talks. Uh, Justin Smoking against Oswald. Roy Oswald's son is pitching. 4100 bucks. Uh, Joey Gallo on GPP, but Yuli Gurriel, love him again at 4K. He's a good spot there versus Minor. Hit in the middle of that order. Uh, Matt Davidson in your GPPs at 4K as well. Could be worth a look. Yonder Alonso, our normal guy, his little range here at 3900 bucks, is in play. Mentioned Wilmer Flores going deep yesterday. He went deep. He's 3700 bucks for your GPP plays. You can look that direction. Like Amaro Gonzalez at 34 if you need some savings. Other than that, most of your first base savings is on the early slate. Second base, we got Scooter Jeanette at 51. That steep price tag, but worth the look. Jose Altuve at 5K. For some reason yesterday, runner on first, nobody out, top of the first. Jose Altuve, sacrifice bunt. Don't understand it at all. It's just baseball. Yohan Moncada, 4400 bucks for Romano. Uh, definitely, I already mentioned him once. But Alan Hansen at 43 if he's starting in Coors. You know, Drupal Cabrera at 42 went deep yesterday. He's definitely in play again. Like a young Harris Salarte. Toronto can be really, really interesting. Salarte is 4200 bucks. You're looking at Toronto. They have a 5-3 total. Lefty's 335, righty 364 in a small sample versus Corey Ellswalt. But you got to imagine it's going to be a little rough one for the youngster making his big-time debut for the uh, Mets. So the, the Blue Jays could be in play. You slide down some more. Like a Kipnis at 3800 bucks. Kipnis is slowly heating up. Had a pretty decent June. So keep him in mind as a, a cheaper second baseman you can look at. You know, Descalso and Marte, I'm not uh, like always running to target Mikolas, but lefties have hit him of late. He's been kind of shaky, so if you want to go the Arizona route, especially with their left-handed bats, you can look that direction. Uh, Jed Jericho loves him some lefties. He's 3300 bucks, second base, third base. That's a good punt for GPP's home run upside versus Patty Corbin, right? He's hit Corbin really, really well in his entire career. So look at a Jed Jericho at 3300 as something he can get behind on that one. Over to third base where you'll have Jerko again at 3300 But you have Arenado up top against the lefty at home. 5800 bucks. And Suarez is a good lefty. But I don't know if he could even be safe from Coors. So Arenado at 58 is worth a look. Jose Ramirez, yet again, the Indians are a phenomenal play. Like usual at 5700 versus Oaks and the bullpen in Kansas City. Love me some Alex Bregman again tonight against Mike Miner. This third base position is loaded. I have no problem with Arenado, Ramirez, Bregman. I mention it every time. It just depends on where you're putting your lineups. Suarez is good for GVPs. He went deep yesterday, but then you have Max Muncy, who I love again, at 4,900. Um, you go down farther, you have Solarte at 42 again. You know, Gilmer Sanchez, if you're doing a White Sox stack, not really a one-off. 
Uh, for like Justin Turner's there at 42. He's not my favorite play on the t- uh, Dodgers, but he's if you're doing a mega stack, he's definitely in play. And then Jed Jericho at 33 is definitely a guy I look at in that matchup. Real quick. Just, just, uh, nope, nothing else really standing out at this moment down below. Going over shortstop, you got Frenchie Lindor at 59. Definitely in play again today, just crushing baseballs. But Trevor Story versus lefty at home at 54. It's basically lock and load territory. Lock and load. So if you're going that way, that is definitely high on the list of things to do on MLB DFS quick hits. If not, you can look at Lindor and others, and they're definitely in play as well. Jose Peraza playing good at 4,700. You got B. Craw and Coors at 53. It's lefties just fine, so don't be scared of that. When you slide down the list a little farther, though, you got guys like uh, Gay Catel Marte at 35. You can look at Kiki Hernandez at 35. It was a different type of play. He went deep yesterday. Bullpen game for Pittsburgh. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, other than that, shortstop's pretty bleak. You got to probably pay up tonight. Maybe a Gray Garcia or, ooh, yeah, check the lineups. I'll see this Escobar's 2,600, but it's Trevor Bauer. I don't even want to punt versus Bauer. Might be paying up a short. Keep that in mind. So the early slate, there's so much savings you could pay for pitching. The late slate might be a little trickier to pay for pitching. So this could be a fun one. Outfield, to wrap it up, you got Charlie Blackman went deep yesterday. He's been playing Coors. Uh, George Springer at 49 is slumping a bit. Keep that in mind, but still not a bad play versus Minor is Minor. He's just really, really bad. He's going to go 5-4 total. Lefty's 289, but righty's 374. So just attack, attack, attack. He's been pitching better of late. I will clarify that. That's why I mentioned it was a GPP pitching option. But in that hitting environment against Texas against Houston, it's it's terrifying. You got McCutcheon versus lefty and Coors at 48. He's in play, but Cody Bellinger at 48. Love him. Uh, Michael Brantley at 47 is a great, great play as well. Scotty Shevler got the day off yesterday. Hopefully he's back in the leadoff spot. He's 46 versus Cubby. Like that a lot. Jock Jams at 45. I already mentioned him as a great play. Toronto could be the sneaky stack. So a little Teoscar Hernandez at 44 is in play. If your sneaky stacks or one-offs could be in play for you. Matty Kemp didn't do much last night. He's 4,300 bucks. Maybe he jumps back on the train tonight. But Brandon Nimmo's 42 versus Strowman. Love me some Avacel. I've been playing him every day. Like, I tell you guys the logs a lot, and I've mentioned this one a lot lately, but since, lately, 35, 17, 29, 14, 15, 6, 14, 14, 7. That was a double header day. 5. That's how, that's, yeah, it's all the only games he's played this year. He's been back from the DL. He has three single-digit games. The rest are like 14s and above. He's crushing baseballs right now. He's locked the FN. So Avacil at 42, that's like one of those one-off plays. If you're starting Sal Romano, throw Avacil in the outfield. See what happens. He's just locked in right now. Um, so keep him in, on your radar for sure. Look, Gorky's Hernandez at 42, hopefully leading off for the Giants. In play for you. Uh, Cargo at 41 and Coors. Don't mind this lefty-lefty. You can look there. The Grandy man, Curtis Grandis, another nice Toronto guy to keep an eye on at 4K. Usually leading off. You can play him for home runs and GPPs. Uh, if you're not using Strowman, Conforto's at 39. It's going to be hard enough to use these cheap pitchers, though, so see how this goes. Um, do, 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 a little farther. Like a Randall Gritchick at 37's in play. Um, Whit Merrifield, probably not versus Bauer. Uh, da, da, da. Da, da, da. Man, this is ugly. John Jay at 35 versus Mikulis. If he's leading off, you can understand that kind of a play. Uh, Daniel Polka at 35. There he is again. Kiki Hernandez at 35. Look those directions. Um, Adam Duvall, definitely in play at 33. He went deep yesterday. I like that play a lot tonight in a GPP for your powers. Uh, these slates don't really scream cash. Just to be honest. These scream GPP, take your gambles, and walk away because 
there's really nothing in the cash world. And the value sucks all over, even at outfield. Check your lineups. Maybe some stuff will sneak in. Punt the, punt the catcher's position maybe. Because uh, you're going to have to pay up in other positions. You just don't have a choice. So keep an eye on a lot of that. Recapping your, your pitching on this late slate. you got Trevor Bauer at 13-6. Rich Hill at 87. Stroman at 65. Romano at 51. If you want to go minor, you want to go cubby, you go that way. Maybe something opens up for Corbin looks good or some bad lineups come out. Things could change. But right now, that's where we're looking. And it's ugly. And like I said, just for the overall day, um, some lineups you can really, really look to target. Like Cubs versus Liriano. Lefties 326, righties 389. Love me some Tigers versus Quintana. Righties, righties are hitting 351, to keep that in mind. You obviously have Coors in play. We talked about the Reds already versus Cubby, like that a lot. Astros versus Mike Miners, definitely, definitely in play. Uh, Yankees, I just don't play the Yankees a lot because I think people flock to them too much. But they're, you know, lefties 370, righties 323 versus Tayhuron, a 5 3 total. I'd rather go to some Cleveland Indians versus Oaks. I like that a lot uh, on that slate. The Blue Jays can be sneaky versus Corey Oswald. Mentioned that lefties from Oakland versus Perdomo. Keep him in mind. Uh, when you're looking at the Dodgers versus uh, Liriano, definitely look at that. That's a, a, a not Liriano. The bullpen game by Pittsburgh. It's supposed to be Joe Musgrove, but now it looks like it's a bullpen game. Even if it's Musgrove, I like the Dodgers a lot, especially the left-handed bats. But if it's the bullpen game, go there. But so many options. White Sox in play, so on and so forth. Mentioned the Twins. You know, right-handed power versus Chase Anderson to lefties and righties. So on and so forth. Let's look at the BVP and Cinder on home on this 4th of July edition. Um, the early 8 o'clock game or 11 Eastern in, in Washington is not on the slate. But, like, you go to Didi Gregorius, 4 for 9 with Homer off of Tehran. Giancarlo, 3 homers off Tehran. He's hitting a buck 43, 5 for 35. Uh, Kurt Suzuki told you he likes CC, 11 for 39, 3 doubles, 4 home runs. Um, Marquecas, 21 for 71, 5 doubles and a homer. It's a 296 clip. Starting Castro, 5 for 14, a double and two homers off Matt Andres. Jason Hayward, 6 for 17 with a triple off of Lariano. Addison Russell, Anthony Rizzo have taken Lariano deep. Uh, Victor Martinez, 18 for 42, two doubles, a 429 average versus Quintana. Nick Castellanos, 10 for 35, like that a lot. Uh, Mike Zunino, 7 for 11, two doubles and a homer versus Garrett Richards. D. Gordon, 6 for 15 with a double. Um, Nelson Cruz is taking him deep as well. Mike Trout, 6 for 12, two doubles and a homer off Leak. Upton, 9 for 23, the double and a homer and a triple. Uh, Andleton Simmons, 8 for 21, two doubles and a homer. Valbuena, 10 for 26, two doubles. Pulse is even 5 for uh, five for 16. So they've hit Leak really, really well. But he pitched really well against them last time out. So pick your poison, do what you got to do. Uh, the Gallo, 2 for 9 with two homers off Cole. Uh, Max Stassi, two for five, a double and a homer versus Mike Meyer. That's a good catcher option for you there. Yuli Gurriel, four for seven with a homer. Got a little bit of BVP today. Trevor uh, Lucas Duda, three for seven, two doubles and a homer versus Trevor Bauer. Alcides Escobar, ten for 30 with a double and a homer. He's cheap. Uh, the, the, the Posey, Gorky's, and B. Croft taking Anderson deep. Uh, Jed Jericho, five for 14 with a double off of Patrick Corbin. So he's got a good average going in that one. So that'll do it. I hope everybody has a safe and happy 4th of July. Enjoy time with your friends and family, whatever you have to do. Uh, you got a seven-game early, seven-game late. Ugly, ugly stuff, but uh, it could be fun. could be a lot like last night. Just home run derby, see what happens. Pray you have two just average pitchers that put up, you know, double-digit points even. Chris Bassett had 12 points, and it's still enough to make things okay. So see what you can do. Enjoy the day. Um, 
we'll be back with you tomorrow. You got the PGA teeing off tomorrow, so get your always pressing coverage in. You got Jesse's uh, weekly preview. You got the PGA OAD D picks. You got Bench with Bubba episode 105 with Doug Thorburn. A lot going on there. Draft. Remember, promo code SD Sports in the draft app or draft.com for a free $3 entry into a tournament. They just offered this badass best ball tournament. Go check that out. Winner gets $100,000. So a ton of good stuff there. Uh, around the base of the bubble, no episode 71 dropped last night. It's tons of great content on thesportsdgens.com at thesportsdgens. I'm at BDantric. Join us in the Slack chat. Lots going on. But happy 4th of July, everybody. Enjoy your day. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your win- yeah, Wednesday, July 4th edition. I'm out.